listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. As we go to Mesa and say good morning to Lewis, we enroll him in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. Three questions, get two out of three correct. And Randy Bachman, Burton Cummings tickets in the third row are yours. Oh, that's so awesome. All right. Uh, the, the first first name is Willis. W- I'm sorry, Willis. W-I-L-L. All right, we'll yeah. find out what you're talking about, Willis. Oh, I see what happened there. I'm sure he's heard that before. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't get old. So um, with Simone Biles in the news, let's talk about Olympic gymnasts. For instance, this uh, Russian gymnast. This Russian gymnast was the star of the 1972 Olympics. Was it Ivana Offeldush? Was it Peggy Fleming? Or was it Olga Corbett? Uh, we will go with C. Olga, Olga Corbett is mm-hmm. correct. Not yes. many Olgas out there these days. <laughs> no. I think I know one Olga in the world right now, personally. So here's your Not next question. Either. In 1976, Nadia Comaneci made history by getting the first perfect 10 score ever in gymnastics. What was the routine done on that led to the perfect score? Was it the pommel horse? Was it the uneven parallel bars? Or was it a yoga mat? I think it was the pommel horse. It was the uneven parallel bars. Ow. That's the one where you're always taking it right in the gut. Yeah, it always (laughs) always looks like it hurts like hell. I know. (laughs) Your last question. What country was Nadia Comaneci from? Was it Russia, Clitoria, or Romania? <laughs> uh, let's go with Romania. She was Correct, Romania. sir. Nice yeah. job. And now, I believe she married Bart Connor, the American gymnast, it's didn't she? It's very possible. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't was know it if they're her, still together. Was it Nadia Comaneci or Olga Corbett that did the thing where she bent her back around and her heels like were on the top of her forehead? That was Olga Corbett oh. on the balance beam. Oh, yep. yeah. That's so, that looked like it hurt like hell. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, had I not already withdrawn from the Tokyo Olympics, I was planning on doing yep. that today. Yep. So, Willis, hang with us. You're a winner. Awesome. That's so awesome. All right. I have a question for you, Mark. Yeah. Favorite female Olympian of all time. It's so tough. It really, uh, it really is. Like, like, you know, girl, you, girl, you, about girl it, you had a crush on. You know, oh, that kind girl, of deal. I, um, gosh. I, I don't know. I, that, I don't know. Germany's Katarina Witt. Katarina Witt. Katarina Witt, man. Yeah, I, okay. I remember. I, see that. I just remember. Yeah. I think I was. A, I, I don't remember. Was that 88? 84 or 88? I'm not sure. Somewhere, somewhere around there, 1988. It, you get her. I'm 20 years old. I'm looking at Katarina Witt. I'm sure. like, oh, I'm, I, that is, if there was a woman in the world that I could, at 20 years old, say, I will give it all up for, walk it all away for. It was Katarina Witt. So flexible. Uh, she was just <laughs> stunningly beautiful. <laughs> so I, I looked it up. Bart Connor and Nadia Comaneci are still married. No kidding. Yeah. yeah well, good for them. Yeah. yeah. That's always nice. And then this goes back to our conversation yesterday about, you know, they talk about trying to avoid personal interaction, if you know what I mean, recreational activities within the Olympic Village. These were recreational activities that are still going on 40 years later. They crossed paths for the first time ever in 1976, probably at the Olympics. Yeah, all right. That was in Montreal. The Olympics were in Montreal? You got me on that one. Wow, I can't believe I know that. All right, it's Olympic time, and yeah, we'll be talking about the Simone Biles thing at some point this morning. Interesting. But uh, let's go to the phone since gymnastics is in the news now. Let's, okay. Let's do a 
A quick segment here on whether it's a gymnastics move or not. Good morning. It's Mark and Neanderthal. Who's this? This is Doug. Doug, you're going to play gymnastics move or not. Mark will read off to you a gymnastics move or not, and you'll have to tell us whether or not it is. Yeah. Simple as that. All right. Here we go. Double pike. No. Uh, I'm sorry. That is a gymnastics move. Yes, it is. Here's your next one. Triple Lindy. <laughs> that sounds right. No, no. That, is, uh, that is not a gymnastics move. You might remember it from the movie Back to School. Yes, Thornton Mellon once used to do it. He did it on the piers at Atlantic City and then resurrected it to win some sort of an athletic event at a college he never really attended. Yes, Rodney Dangerfield movie, Back mm-hmm. to School. Yep. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah, the triple Lindy. <laughs> World famous. Here's your next one. The Gaylord. I know that that's a word for a bin, so I'm going to say no, that's not a move. That That is a move named after Mitch. Olympic gymnast Mitch Gaylord. Yeah. Yep. Oh. A flick flack. <laughs> My instinct is yes, but I got all the other ones wrong, so I'm going to say no. Uh, it is. Yeah, so it you is got them all wrong. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know nothing of gymnastics. Yeah, we'll give you one more. A tic tac. <laughs> That's candy, so yes, it is a move. No, no, that's a that's a delicious breath mint yeah. is what that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got them all wrong. Yep. Nice job. Well played. Gold medal. Sweet. Yep. <laughs> well played on your part. He did not do well. No. Nope. All well, right. You know, hey, look, um, the pandemic has really been hard on all of us. Yeah. Plus, he had Struggle an accident. He, uh, he hit his head on the uneven perpendicular bars. Oh, I see yes, what you did there. And mm-hmm. uh, he still has not recovered from that yet. Yeah, so. yeah it was a horrible accident at an intersection. <laughs> I'm not sure you're aware of that. Uh, we'll make a quick mention here of our friend and afternoon radio personality, Karen D'Alessandro. She is going to be out this morning if you'd like to meet her. 7 to 9, 35th Avenue in Greenway. It's the grand opening of the Quick Quack Car Wash right there. Yeah, see, now, this is this is, this is is the disadvantage of having my truck being worked on right now by the Earnhardt you folks. You can't go Because I can't go get, can't a, car get a car wash. I'm missing yeah. the grand opening. Yeah. I bet the car washes are spectacular today. Go go meet Karen. Very nice lady. Okay, bye. And and by the way. Oh, wait, sorry. How is your car doing? Are the Earnhardts done fixing up the no, minor the minor damage? Yeah, you know, what's interesting about that is I got, a, uh, um, I got an email from Brett, uh, who works in the auto body department, and he, and he was like, hey, man, just want to let you know. Uh, your insurance company uh, okayed everything. Look, uh, do you want to replace this and this and this and this and this? Because it's in the estimate. I'm like, sure. <laughs> Speaking on behalf of my insurance company. If it's all included. If it's all included, replace it all. Oh, make, it look, yeah. make it look brand new. Yeah. I'm in. All right. I'm all about it. So, yeah. you know, I'll I- stick around in the very sexy Dodge Journey Mobile <laughs> that I'm rolling around in right now. That is, yeah, the uh, the estrogen is just pouring yeah, out of that. Yeah, I know. One. Can you feel it? My breasts are tender right now as we talk about it. Um I this is this was upsetting yesterday actually you know yeah I, I like your truck it's a really it's yeah a, it's, it's cool. a nice truck it's that's a good why looking I white truck I couldn't abide I, by the dent on the little the little part of the door I, I saw something yesterday same exact truck I pulled okay. up I pulled up behind it at a nice. red light yeah. and it was beautiful truck just right. like yours I mean it's a really nice 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 piece of machinery Thank you. Thank there you. Thank you very much for noticing. I, 
there was the car had been the truck had been vandalized, which was really really oh. upsetting. Yeah, see, that's this I mean, is the I, thing. Like, you even see a lot the, of stuff, but every once in a while, something really sets you off. Well, I mean, even the smallest mark on like, look, I, I would say, and I'm not trying to try, trying to big time you here. I would say this truck that I'm driving right now is the nicest vehicle I've ever owned. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm and so so any little like inconvenience or minor ding or chip in the windshield for me is heartbreaking. So to hear the, a story of vandalism, oh, I felt is bad ridiculous. for the I felt bad for the driver, the owner, because somebody uh, you, you had, should, yeah. had vandalized the truck. What, what happened? They put a uh, Dallas Cowboys license plate frame around the license plate. Now that's criminal. Oh, that's God. criminal behavior, is what to, that is. To add insult to injury, right? Like the guy was nothing. Mm-hmm. They also put a Dallas Cowboys decal. On the back window of the cab. See, the kids don't need to see that. No. That's just wrong. You that's, know what it said on it? No. Cowboys. Jesus. That is, uh, that's profanity. That's yeah. unnecessary. Well, uh, It was triggering. I, I was triggered by it. Were you really? Yeah. Did you, were you unable to adult for the rest of the day? I couldn't even. I, I, I understand. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Mm-hmm. All right. We just finished a segment of speech. I hate. <laughs> Phrases. I hate. <laughs> Hi, this is Israel. It's time to, for uh, Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. we got Mike from Gilbert on the telephone, and he is going to play time out for Spanish. We give you a Spanish phrase. You translate it with the use of three English choices and up for grabs the pair of Fandango codes to see the movie G.I. Joe Origins Snake Eyes. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, here comes your Spanish phrase, Mike. Corte de papel. El último momento de venganza de un árbol. Did you hear that? Uh, barely. All right, I'll give it to you one more time. Corte de papel. El último momento de venganza de un árbol. Mike, that does translate into English, and it's one of the following. Is it A, waiting until the movie starts to eat your popcorn? Hardest thing in the world. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> B, today I will live in the moment, unless that moment becomes unpleasant, in which case I'll take a nap. <laughs> or C, paper cut, a tree's final moment of revenge. <laughs> Which one is it? Uh, I have to go with C. It is C. Nice, nice yes. job, Mike. You have won in Time Out yes. for Spanish. All righty. Thank you. Time Out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Thanks to everybody who, who chipped in yesterday. We were actually really surprised at what kind of response we got when we said, how much do you make? Yeah, people were, were, were very, very giving and sharing. And we're going to assume that they were honest with it. We actually had a truck driver. And I th- again, my stepfather used to drive truck, but he was local. He wasn't an over-the-road guy. He was, And he made somewhere around 70 grand a year one year, which was a good year for him. And we talked to a, a local guy. Yeah, a local yeah. guy who was making almost 100K. I think he said 95? Hey, yeah. Somewhere around $95,000, which, by the way, the trucking industry is always looking for people. There's, there are fuel shortages up in the Pacific Northwest because there's nobody to truck the gasoline up there. Mm-hmm. And so if you're looking for a good job, I would say truck driver is one of them. Now, having said that, I would also say get the hell out of the turn lane. <laughs> Stop parking in the turn lane in front of the radio station. You're blocking the entrance to the oh, radio station. That, you know, that does happen occasionally. <laughs> it does. On 52nd Street here. Yeah. That's actually... that's. A, 
because I see it all over the place. Sure. And it's always puzzled me. It's And it's always an 18-wheeler. Well, yeah. It's always a big, big rig. Yeah, and I think they're, I don't know if they're waiting for the loading dock. I don't know what they're doing, but they're parked in the in the turn lane. The reversible lane. Yeah. 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 And they mean, blo- it, sometimes they block the driveway to get into our right. our facility here. Yeah. yeah. Luck- luckily, we have two driveways, and we can pick another driveway. And but- it's 3 o'clock in the morning, so, you know, nobody really cares. <laughs> yeah. I don't, is if that we, legal? If we, drive ba- if we drive backwards on 52nd Street at that yeah, hour, it, yeah. it's usually okay. Yeah, it's fine. Just throw the car in reverse and just drive. <laughs> what do I care? It's a rental. But I always wonder about that, too, because I see it i really do see it all over the place wherever there's and 52nd street's a great example it's two lanes heading each direction right so two lanes north two lanes south and yep. then there's that big wide reversible lane right in the middle right and, and that is for you know i think a lot of people misunderstand the use of that lane you turn into it you're not supposed to be driving in it no but people do they drive you know for they a, do a, they try to you know look the mark the road is marked and it shows you where the lane says you can drive in it that doesn't mean a half mile back to the left yeah you should if if you do any driving in it, it should just be to rev up a little bit and then rejoin traffic, merge right. into traffic. You right. know, you, you make the left hand turn traffic, out of somewhere, sure. you sit there for a minute, then yep. you flow into the traffic. Right. Um, so you're not supposed to drive in it, and I don't think you're supposed to park in it. No, because it, you don't you see eighteen wheelers doing that every now and again? Yeah. No, it's interesting. I saw it the last time I saw it that it was it really affected me. I mean, obviously here we joke about it being here in front of the radio station, but we do have. Two entrances to the parking lot, and the truck driver knows that, so he just blocks the one, and that's fine. It's not fine, but you know we'll we'll deal with it. <laughs> but there's uh, what's the name of that barbecue place down on University that is in like an industrial area? It doesn't open till eleven o'clock. Um, oh, you, I, you'd know what I'm talking about. It's, I, don't I forget know. the name of it. You're going like let's say you're going down 143, uh, um, and you and you take a right, and where it dumps you out on University, and then right. you take a right, and it's like it's like there's all that industrial area. There's like you know yeah. auto, auto salvage yeah. yards and stuff. Um, and there's this great barbecue place, and traffic lines up in that in that travel lane, you know, the reversible lane as well. There was an 18 wheeler parked in that, and I remember I was supposed to be going to meet my buddy for lunch over at that place. And again, I can't remember the name of it. But <clears throat> I'm on my way over there. I'm like, oh, I can't even park in the in the reversible lane. There's some friggin' truck there. Like, yeah. This is such an inconvenience. The struggle is real. <laughs> yeah. I can't break the law. They've already broken the law in front of me. Uh, so four eight zero four seven OKSLX. If we've got a, why why do you do that, truckers? Or, or the other side of that, uh, if if hello or cop. Good morning, coppers. Yeah. Uh, if there's if is that legal, can they do that? Are they yeah, allowed they, to do that? I can't, can't be legal. legal. But it might be something that just gets looked past, like somebody lighting fireworks in their backyard on Fourth of July. Yeah, it's not yeah, legal that, either. But yeah, that does get looked past a yeah. lot. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Especially in my neighborhood. We're just talking about, you know, trucks. We we talked to that guy yesterday who was very cool. By the way, the name of the place is Haps, the barbecue place. Hey. Haps, yeah. Okay. H-A-P-S. What's Haps? Haps. All right, barbecue. so um, when we talked to the guy yesterday, we didn't ask him, you know, you see 18-wheelers all the time in the middle lane, the reversible lane. Right, yeah. You know, like here on 52nd Street. Yeah. Perfect example. Um, so... We got a trucker. Why do you guys park in the middle lane? Where do you want us to park? In the through lane? No, we want you to park in a parking <laughs> lot. If you can't get into the, the lot that you're supposed to be in, stop leaving your truck in the middle of the road. <laughs> well, you know, if it's for a short period, you got your flashers on, you got to run in over there and check in before you pull in the driveway so you don't block everything up. But you're still blocking That's the street. It's okay. The street's okay. People get around. So basically, because you guys make like 95K a year, you think you can park anywhere. What are you, big time at us? What? No, no. The reason why, here's the reason why. 
because if you got it, a truck bought it. Yeah, that doesn't make it legal. Oh, sure it does. (laughs) (laughs) So you know what you're doing? You're you're trying to use an extension of Mark's I'm a morning person, radio personality law, where... Where if it inconveniences me, I don't have to attend to it. That's right, because I'm mornings. Yes, yeah. mornings. It doesn't apply to me. Exactly. <laughs> well, at least you're honest about it. That is yeah, funny. It's just real. Thank really you. Nowhere else to park. No, Thank it's you, good. Ken. No, trust me. There's no with a truck that big. It's it's not like you can flip a U-turn either. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. Now I you mean, a three-quarter turn, a three. Three-point turn in an 18-wheeler is a tough move. Yeah, he should really be able to parallel park in it, though, I think. <laughs> Just my thought. I can't, I can't parallel park a Peterbilt with a 53-foot trailer. So. What, are you big-timing us again? <laughs> Take care, man. <laughs> so, Have a good Here's the thing. Uh, like, lest, it, lest it be interpreted that we're beating up on truck drivers. We're not. My, my stepfather was a truck driver. I drove a truck for a while when I was a kid. Um, it was a straight job. It wasn't 18-wheeler, but it was you know one of those long 26-foot, 34-foot trucks, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, I get it. I get like, there's, but there's supposed to be like a loading zone or an unloading zone or a parking lot or someplace you can do it. I just don't know why the middle travel lane is just like a truck just pulls in there, whips on his four ways. And is like, all right, I'm going to take a nap. I'm just going to hang out. Yeah, no, I've always I, been curious about I, that. I don't know why that's the case. And it's not about beating up on truck drivers going, no, hey, man. Because we have, you know, truck drivers are very proud guys. And they're like, hey, man, if we're bringing it, if you need it, we're bringing it. Yeah, that's fine. You know, I, I need a pizza, too. That doesn't mean I can just stop in the middle of the parking lot, leave my car there and go get a pizza. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. it would be the same thing if, if you know, if a veteran, you know, just walked in and demanded free food. He's like, I'm a veteran. No, <laughs> Doesn't you know, work. and they yeah. understand that too. You know, they, yeah. And and I think you know that guy we just talked to, Ken, was funny in that he, you know, yeah. he Some was people say, take he it was very saying seriously. that, but you could tell he was joking the same way I joke when I'm like, well, I don't have to do that. I'm I do mornings, right? You know, exactly, it's, it's a joke. Yeah, and and, it, and just because we're asking the question doesn't mean yeah. we're saying, hey, you should never do this, and you're a jerk for doing it. That's not the case at all. I curiosity. Just yeah, I, yeah, look, I want to know if you can do that in an 18 wheeler truck. All right, if you can do that in an 18 wheeler truck, what if I need to take a call? Can I just pull over into the reverse lane and just put my four ways on and go? Right. Sorry, got to take a call. Right. If you wanted me to take this call, I have to take the call. I mean, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. How that's where? And if there's a cop that can explain to us, because the question is, why is it legal for you to do that? And I, the, and the response is, well, show me where it's not legal. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's probably not legal. But again, I think it's something that police officers see and and they know. That the guy's there because maybe he can't get in somewhere else at the moment. Yeah, and that and that and they, happens and a lot. It, and they let it go, which which makes sense because you you know why, why yeah, bother ticketing, especially like downtown and stuff. You see a UPS truck or a FedEx yeah. truck, and it's double parked in a, in a in a commercial zone because yeah. there are cars parked along the way. They can't fit that truck in a parking spot, so they just got to get their two wheeler, deliver whatever it is that they're delivering, jump back in the truck and go. And usually the cops are good about it. Yeah. And, usually. Because yeah, one guy said, you know, where do you want me to park? In the drive-thru? Well, it's like, those aren't the only two choices, the reversal right. lane or the drive-thru. There are other places. And here, where, where our radio station, this is where the first question came up, is because there was one parked right in the, in the reverse lane blocking the entrance to our parking lot. Thankfully, we have two parking lot entrances. And 52nd Street is loaded with industrial-sized parking lots that one could take a trailer and put in there and wait until you go into where you're going to be. You don't have to be out in the street. Yeah, here and there. There, yeah. are, there are some, yeah. Yeah. Every, everything keeps getting built up, but there are still yeah. some. Yeah. Why wouldn't we want to tell you a story of somebody stupider 
than you. More stupider. Stupiderist. The stupiderist of all. <laughs> the Mark and Andrew Paul dumbass of day. Now, I can say I don't know much about the clientele at O'Reilly's Uptown Tavern. Don't know much about the Uptown Tavern. In Pensacola, Florida. Ah, Florida man, though. You got a good chance of Florida man. Yeah, I, I'm guessing anybody who's in there at 11 o'clock on a Thursday night it's probably probably got a buzz going. Yeah, or they're a college student with a fake ID. Right. Yeah. Uh, for instance, the guy who wanted to show off his new toy to another couple at the bar this Ooh. past Thursday, I'll bet he was buzzed. Is it, a, is it a marital aid of some sort? He's trying to talk to a couple. Maybe he's trying to get them involved in a little menage a trois? No. Oh. The guy's new toy was his new gun. Oh, boy. Guns yeah. and alcohol. What could go wrong? Yeah. I don't know anything about the laws in Florida about pulling a gun in a bar. Can't bring a gun into a bar. Or you can if you're licensed and it's not posted and you're not drinking. I'm guessing none of those things. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think any of those things were in play there. No yeah. fun. The guy intended. went ahead and, and pulled the gun. He was very proud of it. I'm very proud of it. Very proud. Proud of my Very gun. Proud of my gun. Uh, after showing it to the other couple at the bar, yes, he was doing this right at the bar. This oh, was course, like yeah. not at a back table. This Just was right it down. at the bar. Well, that's how they do it in Tombstone. They whip your gun out, you put it on the bar. Bartender, bring me a whiskey. The guy then made a motion to put the gun back into an imaginary holster under his shoulder. Oh boy, you know, like doing the whole dirty Harry thing. Yeah, what do you do? Did he just tuck it underneath his arm, like like a chicken well, wing? You know, he, he, he made the motion to put it back in there, and yeah, did uh, he just drop it because there was no holster there? The holster was imaginary. Yes, yeah. the gun was real, the, and so were the bullets. Oh boy, in the gun. This doesn't go well. Yeah, man accidentally shot somebody himself. <laughs> well, at least it was only himself. Natural selection is yep. what that is. Right in the torso there. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, good for him. Yeah. The yep. pol- police were flagged down as they happened to be driving past the bar. But by Excuse then, me, officer. Yeah, by then, the guy had actually left. Oh, boy. And checked himself into a hospital. So oh, at least nice he went to the right place. Yeah, sure. Um, man's condition was not readily available. Charges are being determined. There will be charges. I'm guessing there will. Yes, we can bet on that. You, so, sir, are dumb. He was showing off. He got what was coming. Yeah, that's, again, natural selection. Thankfully, it was only he who was shot and not yeah. some innocent in the bar. Exactly. Yep. Makes him the Mark Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that was a beautiful story you just told. And it was sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson. They're at 159th Avenue and McDowell in Goodyear. Isn't it wonderful when you can pass along a tip that helps somebody else? Sure, yeah. Like, Anytime you can do something nice for somebody, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, or teach them something that yeah. they didn't know before. You want You certainly want to be, um, you want to take as many different steps every day to try and make the world a better place. Like yesterday, when I talked about learning that my calculator turns from a regular calculator when the phone is upright to a scientific calculator when you turn it to its side? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's what we call a baby step. Baby steps? Yeah. One tiny step at a time. Baby steps. Yeah, you're baby stepping. As Arnold Schwarzenegger said in the movie Twins, I'm learning. Yeah, nice and, job. And, and apparently a lot of other people learn from that too. Like, for instance, Craig said, I recently downloaded Calculator Plus. Onto my Android. Okay, and why? It, he said he was a bit disappointed that it looked just like a plain, limited-function calculator. Right. I heard your comments about turning the phone sideways and gave it a try. Mm-hmm. Wow. Scientific it is. 
So it works on Android too. Yes, it does. So it's not just an Apple thing. No. Oh, look at that! Universal. No. All people. You know, look can at enjoy. you. You have made the world a better place by sharing that knowledge. Mark, it's nice to know you figured out how to use your phone for something other than porn. <laughs> that's that's nice. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> yes, I suppose it is nice that's, that I learned. That's, that's very nice. Uh, that's but you I, know, that's nice. That's you know, it isn't it? A, you know, like with the phone, every now and again you learn something. It's like, oh, hey, that's cool. I'm going to tell as many people as I can. You know, you spread the, you pay it forward. Is yeah, what you do. I, I learned uh, I learned a couple of things about my phone, like you know, moving things around and trying to create folders so that you can clean up space on your little desktop. Oh, there, that's, no, that's impossible. I can't <laughs> no, do, I, I, can't I figured do that. out. Well, I see that's the thing. I can't do it. I figured out how to do it by accident. Like I, I hit right. the button and I was like, "Oh, look at that! It created a folder. That's kind of neat." Oh wait, something else. And uh, we hired a young kid, 19 years old, and he showed me the coolest thing on an iPhone All when right. it comes to sending text messages. You ever held the space bar down while you're trying to compile a text? No. Do that. It makes it so you can move your cursor wherever you want within the text so you don't have to try and poke your finger where you want it to go. It's amazing. That is amazing. I didn't I, know I that. I didn't even know what that – so if you hold oh. it, it basically makes the cursor like a mouse? That's what it sounds like. So huh. you've done this. You've you've texted somebody. You, you get the text right, and you're like, oh, you know what? That's not what I want to say. Yeah, I'm going to text I you right wanna, now. I just want to remove one word, and you try and tap that particular word yeah, in I'm the middle of the paragraph, and you can't get you at it. We're doing this. Yeah. And, and see how this works. Uh, I'm just going to put a jumble of, of, of things, and then so you just hold the space bar. Hold the space bar down, and he said it becomes like a mouse where you can direct it to where you want it within the text that or, you're going to send. Hang on, I'm holding the space bar. You have to see. Here's the thing: you have to hold the space bar and then move it with your other finger, so it becomes two-handed texting. Okay. Yeah, that makes it difficult to drive. <laughs> Just saying. That's something we should have already learned. Mm -hmm. No texting while driving. Mm -hmm. All right. So, what about Simone Biles? You know. Pulling out of the Olympics. Not for an injury, but for, you know, mental issue. Too. You know what? I was really rooting for her, too, because she had said she wanted to go back to this Olympics and perform really well to show that you can be a victim of sexual assault and molestation like she was and the many other girls with that, that guy, Larry Nasser, who should be hung upside down and stoned. Mm -hmm. But um, she wanted to say, you know, you don't have to be a victim and, and you can still continue on and thrive. And that was one of the things she was trying to show. So I was rooting for her in that respect. So in that way, that's disappointing that she had to step down or, or she chose to step down, step away. I think a lot of people are taking shots at, at, at this woman, have no idea what she's got, A, what she's gone through, like you just mentioned. Uh, so she's rebounded from that and become the greatest on the planet at something. And the fate of a nation or the weight of a nation rests on her shoulders. Um, and and we don't have any perspective of what that's like. We don't know what it's like to be her. We have no idea what it be. So she uh, she decided to pull out of the Olympics. She's actually just announced that she's pulling out of all individual competition as well. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so she, she's not yeah. going to compete. Um, and I get it, and I understand it. Um, it's, 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 it's weird because we got an email from somebody. And look, there have been a lot of people that have been – one of the greatest things and worst things ever invented is social media. And there are a lot of people that have just decided to take shots at her. We got an email from somebody, and I'm going to keep their name out of it because – I'm kind of, it's an annoying email to me. It says, greetings from Blighty. Uh, I would uh, 
while I take your point about having a bad day on the beam might be a bit more risky than a bad day in the pool, because I had mentioned earlier, you know, uh, Michael Phelps has mentioned that he's got depression and, and he's had suicidal thoughts. And if he has a bad day in the pool, then, OK, he misses a couple of misses a couple of strokes and he misses some time. If Simone Biles has a bad day and she misses she's not calculating or concentrating on her vault jump, she could break her neck and die. So he says, I was, well, I see that that's an analogy. Um, she comes across like the ultimate snowflake. What would a serviceman say if he wasn't having a great day? Is he going to just going to take the day off and, and screw the rest of the team and battalion? She's let herself down, her team down, and her country down, your country down. Uh, first and foremost, I don't think there's any equivalency between sports and somebody who's joined the military. Yeah, I, I think that's an apples and oranges yeah, thing it's an right there. So. Secondly, um, she didn't let me down. Haven't let me down at all. I, I, I have nothing invested. I would love to have seen her win another gold medal because she's the greatest gymnast on the planet. But not at the at the uh, expense of her mental health. If, yeah. if she's not I into mean, it, she's not into it. Is the timing good? No, it's not good. But depression is so damned inconvenient. Yes. It never shows up when it says it's gonna. Yeah. And then it shows up when it says it's not gonna. Yeah. But... I think we I, all deal with mental health issues, right? Yeah, of I mean, course. You know, everybody, everybody gets that way occasionally. You yeah, know? And, but not all of us have the weight of the world on our shoulders. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people looking at it. I, I, none of us have any concept nope. as to the, the glare of that spotlight and nope. what it does to her. Because she's been in it since she was like 16 years old, and she had a terrible childhood also. Clearly. So those traumas don't just go away just because you win a lot and become rich. But, yeah. did, I mean, did she let her teammates down? Maybe, but that's between her and them. And did she let her coaches down and her family down? Maybe, but that's, again, between them. I, I'm i not disappointed. She didn't owe me anything. Look, I, um, look uh, mental health, I, I, again, I've dealt with it intimately. My mom was, was sick, and, and I've, you know, I probably carry some of that gene with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you play that hand every day. And everybody gets depressed, yeah. and everybody has a bad day. And that's, I, I just don't, I don't understand why we would ostracize somebody for that. She's fine. I mean, is, you know, her health is more important than another friggin' gold medal. She doesn't need another gold medal, yeah. and we don't owe, she doesn't owe us anything. So, yeah. I, you know. Like, no, I, I, will, I will always stand with Simone Biles. Will you? Do you know why? No. This will tell you why. Uh, what are you doing here? I like Simone Biles because she makes me feel tall. Really? That's where we're going with this? That's why. Yeah, okay. That's why I'll stand yeah, with her I, I, always. All right. She's only four foot eight, <laughs> and so she makes me feel tall. That's it? You're just going to reduce her to a size joke? That's that's not the only reason I stand with her on this, but that's yeah. definitely a reason I'd always stand with yeah. her. Yeah, look, I, I, look. If you're not into it mentally, if you're having a tough... We have mental health issues in this country. Oh, sure. Good for her for bringing it up to the forefront. And she's yeah. having a bad day, so give her a break. Just talking to some folks, taking some emails about Simone Biles and, and stepping away from the Olympics, at least for the time being. So did she say she's not going to do anything or just the individuals it's, it's there's so many different categories and stuff it's hard to keep track uh simone biles the latest the latest has been a u.s gymnastics superstar simone biles has withdrawn from the individual all-around competition to prioritize her well-being so i guess that means she's done like she's she's out no, of the olympics I, completely no i think she can still come back and do some things because she qualified for like six different things so but anyway what's going on man Hey, I'm glad to hear you guys speak up for Simone Biles. It's amazing to think that this woman is not only the top athlete in her particular discipline, but she's the top athlete to the point where no other athlete in that same discipline even attempts on their best day the, the, the moves that she does. And, and for her to, to, to bow out, you know, like, I think that's, a, that's 
a separate point that self-care is important, mental well-being is important, uh, important, and I would, I would say this applies to everyone, right? Don't have a good day at work, you're anxious, use your time off, man. I mean, that's, that's kind of, I, I, we, we look so away from this, so I'm glad you guys took a few minutes to, to, to send that message out. That's really, really awesome. Well, that, yeah, well, thank I, you. I mean, I, I don't know that it's awesome. We we're just kind of talking about it, I, and I... Yeah, trust me, and thank you for the for the nice compliment. I'm not loving it that she stepped away from the Olympics, but it is what it is. I'm not. I don't feel personally offended or disappointed or let down, or I don't feel like she's a traitor. I just think we, you know, we we talk about, and I get this is such a deep subject for what we do for a living. Um, <laughs> like you know, mental health is a thing. You know, I get yeah. depressed, you get depressed, everybody yeah. gets depressed, everybody has some bad times, and and yet if you think your world is depressing and your world is a little stressful think about who she is and what she does and what she's had to do again we've talked about it horrible childhood molestation yep and she you know she she dedicated herself to becoming the greatest on the planet she is the greatest at what she does in the in the known universe because we don't know what happens off the planet she's the best in the world at what she does um and if she makes a little mistake she gets criticized by the world. And plus, the, uh, even on the bad days, on the good days, she has to answer questions about it. All the you time. Know, all the time. Now, now again. Reporters. So that, and that, would, that would really grind on you after a while. Her choice, you know, she, she certainly volunteered to be, in, to be part of that and put herself in that spotlight. But that doesn't mean, look, everybody needs to exhale once in a while. Yeah. I mean, will she be sorry that she did this? Uh, I tend to think she probably will be at some point, but it's her choice. I, you like know, I said, I'm not. Who cares, I'm, if, who cares yeah. if she is or if she isn't? As long as she's okay. And, and somebody called her a snowflake. I don't think you can be a snowflake and work as hard as it would absolutely take to get to the level she is at. You'd, ha- you'd, you'd have to have some real tenacity and some real grit. No, no. You know what? You know who's a snowflake? That Demi Lovato's a snowflake. The one that was freaking out over gelato and, <laughs> and yogurt. Like when you have a yes, minor inconvenience absolutely. in your life, yeah. that is. Yeah. But if you are mentally unwell, if you wake up and like, and look, we we all have it. One of these sometimes you're just looking at the TV and all of a sudden there's a tear in your eye and you're like, I don't know why this is happening. Right. You're, you're sometimes right. you get emotionally unbalanced. Right. Yep. It happens. Um, she can't afford to make that mistake while running at a vault and about to do a triple flip thing, Lindy, whatever it is that she does, and land on the flats of her feet without going out of bounds and smiling for the world. Yeah. You know, no. it's, it's it's sometimes sometimes people have bad days. Well, you know, like the swimmer Katie Ledecky mentioned in a in a press conference the other day that she does seventy thousand meters a week. She swims just to stay in the shape she needs to stay. Seventy thousand meters. Seventy thousand meters is that a lot, right? I did the math. It sounds like a, okay. Right? I conver- did you use your scientific calculator on your phone? Hell yeah! I of turned it sideways. And Hell I yeah! Used it. I, uh, this is sideways phone math. Is what this is. Hell yeah! So uh, I, I converted it to feet. It's over. It's like two hundred and thirty thousand feet. You divide that by seven days for a week. It comes out to about thirty-two thousand feet every day. That's like almost hundred and ten football fields. Think Swimming about that. It. I mean, wow. I do yeah. two. I do two laps in my pool, my my kidney bean shaped pool, and I'm exhausted. I was exhausted after one cannonball. <laughs> Of course, I forgot to close my legs, but that's another yeah, story. Yeah, well, uh, well, that explains the one cannonball. Luckily. Uh-oh, it's 9.02. couple minutes late, but let's open up Mark's College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Good morning. It's Mark and Neanderthal. Who's this? 
This is Steve. Steve, do you want to take Mark on in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge? Absolutely. All right, do you think you can knock him off his pedestal? Um, I'll give it a good shot. All right, I'm going to ask you the same five questions I ask Mark, but first things first, we got to kick him out of the studio, so you do the duties. Mark, would you please leave the studio? I wow. would, and thank you for asking so nicely. Yeah, that was the politest duty I've ever heard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Duty. <laughs> duty. He said duty. Yeah. All right, so uh, here we are. Your five questions begins right now. Ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. Take your protein pills and put your helmet on are the first 19 words to what David Bowie song? Major Tom. Question number two, name two members of Deep Purple. John Lord and Ian Pace. Question number three, who said she's a good girl, loves her mama, loves Jesus, and America too? Tom Petty. Question number four, what unconventional instrument appears on ACDC's Long Way to the Top? Bagpipe. And question number five, who was the Beatles' original drummer? Pete Best. All right. And so here we are with Mark coming back into the studio. Um, I will tell Mark, Mark, if you get more than one wrong, you lose. Oh, boy. Yeah, he got four out of five. This was Steve, right? Yep. Steve-ster. Yes. All right. And so... Question number one, ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. Take your protein pills and put your helmet on are the first 19 words to what David Bowie song? Space Oddity. It is four to one. Question number two, name two members of Deep Purple. Uh, which version of Deep Purple? Ian. Okay, any members? Richie Blackmore and Ian Gillen. Question number three, who said she's a good girl, loves her mama, loves Jesus, and America too? Tom Petty. Now at four to three. Question number four, what unconventional instrument appears on ACDC's It's a Long Way to the Top? Bagpipes. We have a tie game. And so, Steve, if that is your real name, (laughs) if Mark gets this question correct, you lose. As they say... Like during a pennant race, I'm in control of my own destiny. Yep. This could be a sweep or it could be a tie. And tie goes to the house. So either way, I think Mark is going to be gloating when this is over. Either way, undefeated. Yeah. So, question number five. Who is the Beatles' original drummer? Pete Best. And that will do it for you, Steve. That's unfortunate. What did Steve get wrong? Steve got the first question wrong. He thought the song was Major Tom, which is, in Ah. fact, a song by a guy named Peter Schilling. Yes. Which is a different song completely, but Space Oddity was the answer we were looking for. So, Steve, unfortunately, you have to announce that you are Steve and you have flunked in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. My name is Steve, and unfortunately, I flunked in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. We appreciate you playing with us, Steve. You're a man of honor and integrity. Well, why, thank you. Yeah, so you got that going for you. Which, Which is, is nice. nice. All right, so Mark remains undefeated. We'll do this again tomorrow morning right at this time. Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? 
You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to.